magnify your holy name, dear God. Oh, have your way in our hearts, dear Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We give you all of the glory. We give you all of the honor tonight, dear Lord. Oh, have your way in our hearts and our minds and our souls tonight, dear Lord Jesus. We give you all of the praise, all of the glory and the honor tonight, dear Lord. In that mighty name of Jesus. In that mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. All right. If we have a Bible tonight, let's remain standing. Let's turn to the book of Philippians, chapter 3. I'm sorry, chapter 4. And Philippians chapter 4. And beginning at verse 6, beginning at verse 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to talk about, I want to, I want to preach on, think on these things. Think on these things. You can be seated tonight. <clears throat> in the book of Philippians, in beginning at verse 6, the Apostle Paul, he begins to, begins to tell, tell the church how that they are not to be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God tonight if there's anything that I want to make known tonight I want to make some things known unto God tonight I want to make my request known unto God tonight and let God know more importantly that I believe in him my trust is in him. My faith is in his word. It's in his plan for my life. I still have faith in coming into the house of the Lord, gathering together. Scripture tells us to forsake, not the assembling of ourselves together, as some do. Um, as we see that day approaching. Um, so I want the God to know that I still believe in that. I still believe and us coming together and worshiping together. I still believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. I still believe in prayer. I still believe in the things of God. I still believe in him. I still believe that he is God and that he is on the throne. 
that he knows exactly what he is doing, and that though it may not feel good to men like I don't, as if I don't feel like things are working out and going the way that I wish they were, um, I still believe that God knows what he's doing. I believe that his eye is on me. I believe that he has showed up to church tonight to come and to see about me and to touch me and to touch my heart. You know, only if I'd allow him to. You know, God is not going to force anything on us, but God stands ready to give us what we have need of to make it through another day, to make it through the trial, to make it through the test, uh, to make it to the thing, through the things that are weighing us down and that have us um, pressed and to the point where we feel like we can't, we can't make it and that we're not going to see our way through. God knows how to give us just what we need in a service like here tonight, that we can walk out of here with our heads lifted up, feeling confident about what we have, feeling confident that God is on our side, and more importantly, that God is fighting for us and he's working out the problems and the situations. Um, so I want God to know that tonight. And then I want to make my request known unto God because I believe that when I lift up my voice and when I begin to, to cry out to God and let God know what is happening and what's going on in my life and what I need him to begin to work out, I believe that God hears me. Now, not too many people believe that. People say, well, you're crazy um, to, to think that that such a thing happens like that, that there's a God and that he hears you. Well, you're going to really think I'm crazy when I, when I say that God talks to me and I hear him. I hear him. I, I hear God's voice through his word. I, I, you can hear God and God speaking to your heart just by, you know, looking at the things out in this world, the sky and, and, and the stars and, and the trees and just creation and God begins to speak to you if you're really listening and trying to listen to what God has to say. God will speak to you through some of the, the smallest things, and you wouldn't even believe it, but it's, it is very well possible. And uh, so Paul is telling them to, to make their requests known unto God. And he says, verse 7, he says, And the peace of God that, that which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. I'm going to tell you, if my mind is going to be kept to the point where I'm not breaking down and, and panicking and having panic attacks and anxiety and about to lose my mind, if anything is going to keep me, it's going to be through Jesus. It's not going to be through any medications. It's not going to be through this world system. It's not going to be through uh, political means. It's not going to be through uh, joining a side or alliance with people. It's going to be through Jesus Christ. That if, if I'm going to have the peace that passeth all understanding, okay, my mind has to be on Jesus Christ. My, my eyes have to be fixed on him. It has to be fixed on his word. Uh, the prophet Isaiah said it like this. He said, thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Can you imagine? Now, Isaiah said, there is a perfect peace for the person whose mind is stayed on what? 
is to stay, stay on the things of this life, stayed on what everybody else is doing and saying, stayed on what the, jo what the job is doing and, and the co-workers on the job is doing. No, he said, whose mind is stayed on thee. That means that my peace is not found in this life. My peace is not found in how much money is in my bank account. My peace is not found in how, what kind of drive, car I drive. It's not found in how big my home is. Um, it's not found in whether I have uh, people that I can lean on and depend on. My peace is found when my mind is stayed on Jesus. When my, my mind is fixed on him. When I'm thinking about how good God is. When I'm thinking about how good God has been to me this day alone. When I'm thinking about um, all, out of all the billions of people that are in this world, God chose to reach down and pull me out. He reached down and he opened up my understanding to him and who he is and, and how great and marvelous he is. He brought me in contact with such a great salvation where I could have all of my sins remitted. I'm talking about everything that I've ever said wrong, everything that I've ever thought wrong, Things that people don't even know that I thought. Things that I thought, and I'm smiling with a big smile on my face, but, but on the inside of my heart, I'm thinking all manner of things that are not good. I'm talking about all of those things being washed away. I'm talking about people that I've hurt, people that I've let down, decisions that I made that I regret to this day. God washed all of those things away as far as the east is from the west and when you think about that I don't know how someone can't have any kind of peace when you think about how good God is when you think about how loyal God is when you think about how faithful he is how merciful he is I don't know I don't know why in the world people wouldn't have peace but I'm gonna tell you it's not gonna be found when you're dwelling on the things of this life. Because this life is full of heartache. It's full of chaos. It's full of pain. It's full of injustice. It's just the world we live in. Um, and you know what? You're, you're, this past week, you, you hear all of the news reports and all of the things about how injustice things are in this world. And, you know, a lot of people want to focus on certain, certain groups. But, you know, it's not just certain people that are unjust, that are not just, and that are right. We all are corrupt. We're all perverse. We all have corrupt ways of doing things. It's in us all. There's none, that's, there's none better than the other. The only way that we're going to solve that and fix that problem is through the power of the Holy Ghost. Okay, people getting so wrapped up and caught up in, in, in fighting one another and not understanding that you know we're no better than the next person. And you know, you find out um, my, 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 my corruption may not be yours, but it's all the same in God's eyes. God looks at it all the same. It's sin. And so you find out that people are so fixed and their minds are so so locked in the things that they're thinking about how bad this world is and, and the condition this world is and, 
and how bad the um, the political world is and how 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 unjust things are as they try to make it seem um, that it's towards certain you know certain certain people and you know what it is but we that's just the world we live in that's the world we live in and that's and the truth is that is in all of us David said there is none that doeth good no not one Paul said in this flesh dwelleth no good thing there's nothing good so I can't say that that person's a bad person and I'm doing the very same thing because you find out there are people like that. There are people like that. And so, but I want to keep my mind on God. I want to keep, I want to think on good things. As Paul began to talk to them and he began to tell them, he began to ask, he began to say things like in verse 8, he said, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. I want to think on the things that are true. I want to think on the things that are true. There's one thing that I've come to find out that is more true than anything else in this world. And that is God is great. And that he is greatly to be praised. I've come to figure out that there's no one that can compare to him. Okay? You're not going to, listen, I'm going to tell you, you're not going to, when you begin to talk about how great God is, there is nothing more true than that. God is wonderful. Okay, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't get tired of saying how wonderful he is. God is wonderful. There is none other like him. You know what? I'm so thankful that I know that there's only one of them. He's one and that his name is Jesus. Now, a lot of people, they think that he's got different other names, uh, whether it's, it's, it's uh, Allah, and I'm not knocking anybody tonight. But everybody has different ideas of who they think God is. But I'm so glad that I know what the truth is. I'm so glad that I know that his name is Jesus tonight. And that at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. You know what? I made it up in my mind. I'm going to just go ahead and confess it now. There ain't nobody like Jesus. He is wonderful. He is great. He is awesome. My faith is in him tonight. I trust in him. I stand on every one of his words tonight because it's true. And so I want to think on things that are true. Too many people get caught up and wrapped up on things that are false and that are not true, that are fake. Too many people get so locked up in living in a fairy tale. They get wrapped up in this world. This world is an illusion. It's an illusion. You talk about putting yourself, putting your trust in something that is not true and that is not real. This world is not going to last. And too many people live for the right now. Too many people want the right now. They want the fame. They want the fortune. They want the names and the big lights. They want all that they could possibly get in this life. And I'm going to tell you, in the moment of a split second, a split second, it can be gone just like that. Life can be taken just like that as you realize that this world is all a lie. It is a facade. It's not true. It's not real. It is fake. You, the, the devil will cause you to believe that you got so much time in the world. 
You can do whatever you want to do. You can live however you want to live it up. What do they, what do they say? Um, what's the new fra- what is the new phrase? Um, oh, my goodness. YOLO. YOLO. You only got one life? Is that what it is? Okay. You only live once. Well, I'll show you how much I know. Okay. You only live once. But you know what? That is a true statement. You only do live once. But I made up in my mind that I'm going to live it the right way. I made it up in my mind. I'm going to spend the rest of my days in the house of the Lord. David said, there's only one thing that I desire, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I don't want to spend the rest of my days getting drunk. I don't want to spend the rest of my days getting high. I don't want to spend the rest of my days hopping from bed to bed. I want to spend the rest of my days with my hands lifted in the air, my voice lifted, calling upon the name of the Lord. That's how I want to spend the rest of my life. You can be seated. And so people live for this life and they think that it's it's the real thing. It's the real deal. And it's not. And I've had to, and I said, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, I'll tell as many people as I can, this world is a lie. The devil is a liar, and he's a father of it. Because I once believed in that. I once trusted in this life. I once trusted in the system of this world and going about things the way of this world and, and the way that, you know, the culture tells you how you're supposed to live and how you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to dress and this, this image that it paints for you. And I was once taken by that. But I'm going to tell you, all it takes is for you to be burnt a couple of times and you find out that it's a lie. It's a lie. And you find out that the devil, all the devil is trying to do is set you up for the kill. He wants to destroy you. He wants to wipe you out. He wants to ensure that you spend the rest of eternity in hell. Everything he tells you, it's not the truth. It's a lie. It is a lie. When the devil tells you everybody's doing it, guess what? That's a lie. Everybody's not doing it. You're going to find some people that resist the things of this world as they realize that this world is not what it's about. In the house, being in the house of the Lord is what it's about. Living for God is what it's all about. I promise you, you'll realize when you make it in that the, there was only one thing that was ever true, and that was the word of God. That was the power of the Holy Ghost. That was every word that Jesus Christ said out of his mouth. That is the truth. Too many people make, the prophet said it like this in one of the book of um, I want to say it's in, in the book of Jeremiah how, how God said that they make refuge out of lies. But the Bible says that there will come a day where God will wash away the refuge of lies. And people are going to realize that it wasn't the truth. Everything that they lived for, everything that they put, that they, they fought for and they strived for, Everything that they struggled for, everything that they, they laid up at, late at night and, and, and did whatever they could, could do to achieve the things in this world, they're going to find out that it wasn't real. It was all an illusion. It is, this world is literally an illusion. 
It paints a picture that is not real. It's fake. The devil promised you happiness, but you'll find out after a time, some time goes by, you'll find out that there ain't no happiness. It's misery. It's misery. The devil told people that to smoke and to get, you know, to get, you know, intoxicated, it's all, it's the life to live. It's cool. It's not until people are laying up in a bed with a hole cut in their throat that they realize that it was a lie. It's not until people are um, about to lose their life to live a failure as they realize that I've been lied to. If there's anything that I want to think on, I want to think on things that are true. And I've come to find out that the only thing, the only truth that you're going to find is in the house of the Lord. It's in the word of God. It's in Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the light. Uh, honey, Jesus Christ is truth. You want to grab a hold of him. You want to lean on him. You want to depend on him. So I want to think on things that are true. I want to think on those things. He goes on, he says, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure. I want to think on the right things tonight. I want to think on the right things tonight. You know, this world is not concerned about the things that are honest. You live in, we live in a world that it is, it's an eye for an eye, two for a tooth. People will, people will steal from whoever. They'll take from whoever. There's no honesty in this world. People will take from, their, from family just to get ahead. They'll step on whoever, whatever they got to do. That's the life that we live in. That's the world that we're a part that we we live in, but we're we're not supposed to be of this world. It's not supposed to be our mindset. That word just, the word, there's another word that 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 comes from that word in this justice. And all I've heard all this week is about all the injustice and, and things of this nature. And 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 just everybody on this. And it's amazing the, the con artists that, that use these moments of opportunity to seize the opportunity and, and to, 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 to make it seem like they're, they're for this side. And, 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 and the truth is they're for themselves. They're, they're money hungry, greedy. They want their five minutes of fame. They, they, they just use every opportunity to get the spotlight. And I'm going to tell you, we do live in, an in a, a world that is not, that is a lot of injustice. We do. But you know what? It's our fault. It is our fault. Because I'm going to tell you, that in every, we, it may not have been the same way as others, but in some kind of way, we've all played that, been in that role where we haven't done it completely what is right and what is, what is, what is honest and what is just. And, and, and so, and it's amazing, the people that if, if the spotlight was put on the skeletons in their closet, 
the things that you will find. But they're so, they're so quick to just, you know, focus on one side and not understanding that, hey, is that fight is an old one, and it never solved nothing. The truth is, you got to go to the root of why people do what they do. You got to go to the root of why people have the feelings that they have towards others. You got to go to the root. All of that other stuff, you cutting off branches. That ain't going to solve nothing. You got to go to the root of it. And the truth is, people don't want to get down to really get down to the problem of things. They really don't want to solve things. They just want, they just want to use every opportunity to, to highlight this and to, to highlight that. Because I promise you, if people really want to solve things, they would stick to this book. If they really want to solve things, they would stick to God's plan. They would stick to his word. They would stick to his principles. But you'll find out that all this world wants to do is get rid of God. They want to throw him out. They don't want to talk about him. They don't want him to be, don't want him to be talked about in the schools. And then they wonder why the schools are the way that they are. They wonder why the kids are the way that they are. They wonder why all of the injustice that is in this world is going on. Because you got rid of God a long time ago. You kicked God out a long time ago and said, we don't need you. We don't need your way. We don't need your word. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to have chaos. You're going to have confusion. You're going to have people passing laws on things that are an abomination concerning the word of God. You're going to have all of these things. Honey, I don't want to think on the things that are perverse, the things that are corrupt. I want to think on the things that are of God. I want to make it up in my mind that if there's anything that I'm going to think on, I'm going to think on the word of God. I'm going to think on what is right. I'm going to think on what is according to God's plan. See, because people, they, they, their minds are thinking on so many other different things. And it has nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with this word. And then we want to complain about the result that we get. We can't complain about the way our world is. Because the truth is, we're the reason our world is like the way that it is. Decisions that people are making and the higher-ups are the reason why our world is the way it is. And sin. But I've made up in my mind that I want to think on the right things. I want to think on the right things. He began to say, think on those things that are pure. I want to think on things that are pure. I want to think on things that are pure. I'm tired of dwelling on perversion. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of dwelling on negativity. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of talking about it. I want to think on things that are pure. See, because it's very important that we remain pure. Okay? Jesus said it like this. He said, blessed are those that are pure in heart. He said, for they shall see God. It's those that are pure in heart that are going to see God. The psalmist, he asked the question. He asked the question. He asked the Lord. He said, who shall ascend up into the holy hill? And the word came back, the one 
that have clean hands and that is pure in heart. I want to see God. I want to see God. You know what? And I want to see him and I want it to be right when I see it. I want to hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. But in order for me to hear, to see him and everything be cool and squared away, there ain't no problems, there ain't no, those, those gates are open up and I can enter on in. Um, in order for that to happen, something's going to have to, I'm going to have to be a certain way. I'm going to have to be pure in heart. My thoughts are going to have to be pure. They're going to have to be right. The things that I'm talking about are going to have to be pure. It's going to have to be right. There ain't no other way. It has to be that way. Too many times, you know where we go around? A lot of us, and sometimes, and I, I found myself in that, in that boat at times. You know where we go wrong a lot of times? We get caught up in other people's foolishness. We get caught up in other people's perverse ways. We get caught up in other people's perverse conversations. Other people's perverse ideas and opinions. Because the word tells us, Paul told Timothy, he told them, he said, he told them not to get involved with other men's sins. He said, but keep thyself pure. If there's anything that I've made up in my mind is that I don't want to get involved in other people's junk. I don't want the sickness that other people have. I don't want it to get on me. That doesn't mean that I think that I'm better than other people. It doesn't think, but mean that I, I feel like I've gotten to a certain point. I just understand that I got to remain pure. I, gotta, I can't allow my spirit to become contaminated. I can't allow my spirit to be infected. I can't allow my spirit to begin to be ill-affected. And now I'm having thoughts in my head that I can't control. Now I'm looking at things sideways and, and being a critic and, 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 and skeptic about everything. Okay? I got to make, make it up in my mind that I'm not getting involved in other people's problems. Hey, if you want to act that way, you act that way. You want to talk that way, you talk that way. As for me, I'm made up in my mind that I'm going to stay right with God because at the end of the day, I don't know when I'm leaving up out of this place. I don't know when it's coming back for me. And when it comes back, there's one thing that I want to make sure of is that my heart is right, that I'm ready to go, and that when, I, when that time comes, I can see him in peace and I hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. Too many times we get caught up in foolishness. Too many times we get wrapped up into what everybody else on the job is doing and what they're talking about. I don't want to talk about, I don't want to get involved in their, their perverse conversations. Ain't nothing good about it. Ain't nothing good is going on there. Ain't talking about nothing that is positive and that is uplifting. I want to talk about the things that are right. I want to think on things that are pure. 
I want to think on those things that is going to, to build up and not tear down. The devil wants you to think on things that's going to tear down. He wants you to think on those things. He wants you to dwell on them. He wants you to dwell on things that are negative, things that are not uplifting. I made up in my mind, yeah, there might be some things that are not quite the way that I would like for them to be. But you know what? I put them in the Lord's hands. And you know what? It, I've come to find out that it does me no good just to sit and think about it. It only makes me more frustrated. It only makes me more bitter. It only makes me more just wanting to handle things on my own. I don't want to think on those things. I want to think about how good God is. I want to think about how faithful God is and that God has never left my side. He's never let me down. He's never failed me, and I believe that he never will. I believe that God will work things out of my life exactly when it's in his timing, in his timing. He said, so whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, he said, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on these things. The psalmist, I'm going to tell you, God is good. I can't say it enough. The psalmist said it like this. He said, my meditation of thee will be sweet. Because when I think about God, I, there's, there's nothing that rubs me the wrong way. God does everything just right. And God knows how to work things out just the right way. He knows how to just give it to you how you need it. And, and, and sometimes he adds things on that you, know, that you didn't ask for. You didn't even seek after it. And God gives it to you. And so, good report. I want to think on things that are of a good report. I don't want to hear, I don't want to think about a negative report. I don't want to focus on that. You know, because, you know what? A negative report, if you listen to it long enough, It'll cause you to lose out with God. It'll cause you to lose out. If you begin to start believing in the negative report, it'll cause you to, and you grab it, you let it get into your heart to the point where you, you begin to believe it, it'll cause you to lose out with everything that God had for you. God had everything laid out. He had it all worked out. But I allowed a negative report to affect me. I allowed myself to sit and think about it and, and fester over it and dwell on it. Now it's in my heart and I can't get rid of it. Now I'm responding in ways that are not in line with God's word. Now I'm acting in ways that are not in line with God's word. Now I'm making decisions that are not in line with God's word. You know, a negative report will affect you if you let it. It'll affect you. It'll cause you to want to throw on the towel. It'll cause you to begin to complain and murmur. It'll cause you to lose faith in everything, even God. The Bible tells us that the children of Israel, God told Moses to send 12 spies into the land to spy the land. And the Bible says that they went and they saw everything that God had promised them. They saw 
Can you imagine? Can you imagine God showing you a preview of what he's going to bring to pass in your life? Just, just showing you how he's going to work it all out for you, lay it all out. It's going to be like this. They saw a preview of this. They saw it with their own eyes. That every word God said is true. It is. It is true. But somewhere in their minds, now, nobody said anything negative to them. I don't read where anybody said anything negative about them. But it's somewhere they got hung up in their own minds. It's amazing the battles that we create in our own minds. It's amazing the battles we create in our own minds that we cause to cause us to, to, to not believe God's word and to react in ways that are not right. And eventually we lose out with God. They created a battle in their own minds. Nobody said nothing to them. Nobody made, nobody tried to attack them. Nobody tried to come over them and, and as if they was, you know, nobody did. In their own minds, they looked at what they considered the opposition or something that they wouldn't be able to overcome. Not realizing you got God on your side. God's on your side. I've come to figure out when God is on my side, there ain't nothing that is too hard. Now, without God, I've come to find out that I can do nothing. And Jesus said it. Without God, without the power of the Holy Ghost, I've come to realize that there is nothing that I can do. But I believe with all of my heart that if I'm full of the Holy Ghost and I'm trusting in God's word, like the Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I believe that. But they created that battle for themselves. They created it for themselves. And, and as they begin to look at themselves like that, they go back and they tell, they tell the ten, they go back and they tell, yeah, you know, yeah, we got proof here. God's word is true, and yes, yeah, it's flowing with milk and honey, the land of milk and honey, but I've heard for so many years, you need to get your butt out of the way. B-U-T. Get it out of the way because that but, it don't even need to be there. Just God said it, and this is what it is. This is what it is. They said, but there are giants in the lands, and and in, in ours and in there, we are as grasshoppers in their sight. You talk about not thinking much of yourself. You talk about not thinking much of God. They said that they were grasshoppers in their sight. Nobody else said it about them. They said it about themselves. And so they didn't, they didn't have faith. And it all stems back to that they didn't have faith in God. It always lead back. People will say, well, no, I don't have faith in people. No, what it really boils down to is you don't have faith in the word of God and what God's word says. That's what it really boils down to. And so they begin to give what the Bible says an evil report. They gave an evil report and they caused people to react in ways that promoted 
disbelief. They was ready to just stone Moses as they believed the evil report. As their mind got so focused and locked in, and as they're thinking about it, they're just, they went haywire. Isaiah asked the question, he said, whose report do you believe? I made up in my mind that I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. I made up in my mind that if anything that I'm going to think about, I'm going to think on his report. I'm, gonna think, I'm not thinking on what other people are saying about me. I'm thinking about what God is saying about me. I'm not thinking about what other people are saying that you can't do. I'm thinking about what God says that you, I can do through you. Of what I can do if you're full of the Holy Ghost and if you're trusting and believing in my word. If there's anything that I want to focus on and think about, I want to think on things that are good, things are positive. I, don't, I want to get rid of the negative. I want to bring in the new year, make it up in my mind, faith high. I want to make it up in my mind that I believe in God. I trust in God. I'm going to stand. When nobody else is standing, I'm going to stand on God's word. Everybody else can say whatever. They can do whatever. But I'm going to stand on God's word. I'm going to lean on him. I'm going to depend on him. I will rely on him. I want to think on things. I want to think on those things that are good. Let us remain standing tonight. I want to think on these things. I want to think on things that are pure. Things that are of a good report. Too many times we create problems up here. And every, everything that I'm saying it's not because I'm just saying it. It's because I've been there at some point. Now, I haven't experienced much in life. I'm not that old. But there are some things. There are some things. I've seen things. I've felt emotions just like everybody else. And I know how it is when you think on something that is not good and that is not positive. You begin to create a battle for yourself. Right up here. You create that battle. And you're, you're struggling. You're fighting with something that is not even, it's not even there. It's not even there. I don't want to dwell on negativity. I don't want to dwell on, I want to, if there's anything I want to think about, I want to think about God's word. I want to meditate on his word day and night. There have been times where things have been negative, things have been bad, and just to sit back and just think on how good God is, just to think on where I was, and God pulled me out. God could have very well left me where I was. And I wouldn't be here. When you think about that, you realize that things aren't, it's not worth thinking on negativity. Because you know what? God is so good. He is so good. I know he's been 
too good to this guy. Sometimes I'm amazed just how good God has been. Even knowing how I am, knowing my ways, people want to talk about the injustice. We all, we all have fallen into that category. People want to talk about so many different things. They want to focus and think about and fester over and sit down and, and just think about so much things and everything is negative. None of it is positive. None of it is encouraging. I want to do what Paul said. I want to, I want to think on those things. If, there, if there's anything that is of, of if anything that of, is of virtue and that is, that is of, I want to think of those things. I want to focus on those things. Each and every day, despite all of the negativity that is going on around me, things that are being said on the job, things that are being said, in other areas of, and I'm in my life, things that are being done, I want to find, I want to be able to sit back and say, yeah, everybody else may be, all of these other things may be bad, everything else may be negative, but I've come to find out that there's one thing that is so good, it is so true, it is, of, it is pure, it is, it, there is no, there is nothing wrong with I want to think on God. I want to think on his word. You'll find out the more you think on God, the more peace you'll have in your heart. You won't be wrestling. There won't be a seed. There won't be a chaotic storm that is just raging on the inside. The more you think on God and how good God is. That scripture, I'm, I'm going to tell you, that scripture is true. I've tried it. I, I have done it. Going throughout my day just thinking about God and just rejoicing in my heart. And I'm going to tell you, I've never felt so much peace in my life. It's true. He keeps you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on him. I want to thank on him. Too many times we think that we can, we can get so wrapped up and caught up and in, in involved with everything um, this world is doing and think on those things and and just, just be so engulfed with those things. And, and I'm going to tell you, those things rob us of our peace. It robs us of our joy. It robs us from having rest up here. It robs us. And it creates chaos. It creates confusion. It creates doubt, worries, and anxieties. I don't want to think on those things. They ain't going to do me no good. I want to keep my mind stayed on God. Now, does that mean that I'm just spending all my day not doing anything? No. I'm doing. I'm working. Yeah. I'm living life. I'm taking care of things that need to be taken care of. But in the midst of doing those things, my mind is on God. My mind is thinking about when I'm going to get back to the house of the Lord. When I'm going to have a free time where I can open up the word of God and, and get some couple, a couple of scriptures in. When I'm going to have some free time where it's just going to be me and God and I can sit down and, and just have some alone time where I can read God's word and just think about him. I'm going to tell you, you live your life that way and you're going to have peace. You can have peace even in the midst of a storm. 
That's that perfect peace that passeth all understanding that will guard your heart and your mind. I want to think on good things tonight. More importantly, I want to think on him. I want to think he is. I got good things in my life. Yes, I do. But nothing compares to Jesus Christ. Nothing compares to the word of God. And I want to thank on him tonight because he is worthy of it. He is worthy of it. God will never let you down. He'll never disappoint you. Let's lift up our hands and let's call upon the name of the Lord tonight.